It's every movie made into one movie. Welcome to episode 63 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Moonfall. Say in Armageddon, it ain't, but it dang yeah. well tries to be. Ugh. I cry more in Armageddon. Uh, yeah, but both weep. Armageddon is one of the only films in my life that's made me actually tear up. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm yep. thrilled to hear it. You know the part. We all know the part. <laughs> well, this is Drew. No. Not this no. is Drew? No. Wait, when the when girl. when the dad sees the son yes. with the truck? Yeah. <laughs> when, when he puts the shuttle down. When he puts the shuttle down on the street. Those are my two. Yeah. Father son shit gets me. Oh, me too. Feel, Feel the, the dreams. dreams. Want to have a catch? <laughs> yeah. Want to have a catch? Jinx. <laughs> want to have a catch is like I have to leave the room. Uh, the end of Big Fish when he tells him oh to God. tell him how the story ends. It was like a mess. I was drowning. Uh, yeah. What are we going through right now? The times Jeremy is wept in the movies. Third one is when the actor, the name of the actor is Will Patton. He's in Armageddon. He might be the 12th build <laughs> character in that movie. <laughs> but um, he's estranged from his son. And uh, before he leaves to go destroy a, a comet that's hurtling towards Earth, he, uh, <laughs> he leaves a little toy rocket uh, space shuttle on the right. Earth outside of his son's house. Yeah, but then they and follow the sun... it up, and the sun watches him be a hero on the news. It's so beautiful. And he's holding this, holding the rocket, yeah. right? Yeah, he's holding the rocket. Ooh. Those are the three That's, times. Uh, I, I don't know how you know that. Like, I, I, I can't answer that question because I don't remember well enough. Well, I know that I also weep in all three of those places. Amongst many, many others, but th- they stand well, out for me. Well, that's not saying a lot, Samantha. <laughs> but I'm, I've seen but you those cry stand- at a trailer. I watched you cry at a trailer. I've seen that happen multiple I've times. I've seen you cry at a commercial. <laughs> I'm, I'm affected. By the way, spoiler alert, even though this movie is nowhere near ID4 or Armageddon, I did get a little misty. I gotta go back and finish book three. I keep forgetting. It's the weakest of the three, but you got to finish it. Yeah. And spoiler alert, when he dies at the end, it's emotional. Okay. I'll get there. I'll go back to it. I just finished Outlander book nine, and it took me a fucking dog's <laughs> age. Uh, Outlander book nine. Guess what? Cried in it. What? Not oh, as much you? as I cried in book two, but yes, I did. How much I, did you cry in book two? Uh, torrentially. Torrential. Yeah. That's you, more than full week. Were there heaving yeah. sobs? Yeah. Yeah. Like convulsive. <laughs> Book nine was just a soft sob. Uh, and in between, nothing. Um, maybe, maybe here and there. Here and there, yeah. Not the last couple. Single, single tier. Well, you know, definitely I have because there's some sequences with Ian, new character, that have brought me to tears, and that would have been after book two. I see, I see. 
I think Jamie, the main guy, is... Here's a hot take for you. I think he's the hottest fictional man of all time in, in literary terms. Wow. Um, that's a big, a big can of worms right there. Yeah, hottest as far as, like, not just a look, as I imagine him, because that's... How can you prove that? But just, like, the hottest leading man as as a lover, as a provider, as a warrior... Number That's one. stuff you can prove, in other words. <laughs> yeah. He's the hottest, and I can prove it. Check out him, check him out as a warrior, as a provider, and as a lover. I, I documented it all. We learn about his abilities as a lover, like in the pros. This is... Oh, you sure is, do. Yeah, so you're able to understand that about him. Yeah. He is a great lover. Yes. I am able to understand that, yeah. <laughs> you know, some books, you know, this Outlander series goes there, eh? That's part of its appeal a little bit. It's not raunchy, but it's detailed. A real, a real bodice ripper, as yeah. they say. Oh yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's a good one. Wow, that's okay. a good term. Jamie from Outlander, hottest <laughs> fictional man ever. Yeah. That's such a. I don't even know. I don't even know what I would say is the hottest fictional woman ever. You can't. Uh, what kind of a discussion is this? <laughs> an, a great one. an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, but an impossible one. I didn't find it impossible. You have my answer. No. You got to do the work. You got to go into the work. It's impossible to do on a podcast just like out of your brain. Yeah. Come yeah. back next time. Sam clearly did. She makes notes. We don't. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. This is and, this, these are the roles we play. Yeah. I'm here to listen. I come here to, I'm here to be to told things. By the way, speaking of, so Bell, I didn't know I'm we were listening. doing Moonfall for sure. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, this could be a good one. So I was attentive as I watched it. And then I forgot all of it. And then mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm prepping, I do the skeleton of the milestone so I don't forget. And then I go back and fill in. Sometimes I just do it from A to Z. This time I only did the skeleton and I didn't go back to fill it in. So this is going to be a real fuck up. Good. <laughs> I love a loosey goosey. <laughs> Okay, and you say skeleton, so I'm. T- I think you probably have the beginning. I have like all the main stuff, but just wow. none of the none of the flavor of the in between. Gotcha. I think you, I'm. I think you have that flavor. I just don't think that you know that you have it. I, ho- I hope that it's just in my heart. Yeah. Well, where else would flavor be? <laughs> in that Dorito bag. <laughs> mm. Nice callback. <laughs> <laughs> That Dorito bag that we discussed over on our several days <laughs> on our text thread. I um, I saw it in the store yesterday and didn't buy, based Come on, on the scathing reviews. I yeah, know. but I, just for science, I know. I I bought some uh, some new spicy chili and cheese Pringles. It was I, I it was I stepped out on a limb and it didn't really pay off. Yeah, that sounds bad. I don't love a Pringle. I'll eat a Pringle because it's chip and why wouldn't I? But I wouldn't. Right. It's not my jam normally. That, I, I go through things with them. Yeah, I, I don't I think about them. I go through phases as well. And then I remember. It's like, remember Pringles? And then yeah. they're with you again for a while. What What's your go-to? Sour cream and onion. Yeah, if I was ever to buy sour cream. Yeah. Barbecue is an acceptable answer. Original is an acceptable answer. Original is an acceptable answer, but it's, they're salt. They're, I find them very salty. They're yeah, very salty. like I love salt, but that's all you're getting. Like, do you just yeah. want to have a salt face? 
original. Yeah. Go, go to there. <laughs> go to there. <laughs> go to there. Original Pring. Go to there. <laughs> These guys, these filmmakers, like this is this movie's more fi than sci. Like they're not really, they're not asking you to think about the scientific uh, what if premise here. It's it's more about uh, driving a car across a series of floating asteroids and bouncing from car to car. Oh well, there, no, there I, is some science. There's some science. I don't know what any of it is, but I'm gonna do my best. Mega structuralist moons. Moon theories, Sam digging in for info and having charts. charts. He's a moon enthusiast. Yeah. What do those charts, charts say? You're gonna have to um, tell us about orbi- those charts. Orbital mm-hmm. projections. Yeah. <laughs> orbital. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> orbital. I'm with you so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are numbers. Continue. Yep. Visualizations. <laughs> Data. <laughs> yeah. Data viz. It's a data dump. User experience. (laughs) Yeah. Use your illusion. Good, good album. Good album. Number one is better, but two, I think, is a strange, which maybe overall is the best song. Yeah, this one begins in 2011. It's a moon, not a moon mission, it's a space mission. Uh, to do a repair on like some satellite. It's Matt uh, Patrick Wilson, whose character's name is Brian, Halle Berry, and third guy, name unknown. So the three of them, they're doing this repair mission on a satellite. They're NASA astronauts, and it feels like very run of the mill. Like they're not stressed out. They're chatting. It's just like low so stress. Yeah, an easy peasy mission for them. So Halle Berry is in the ship. And the other two guys, Brian and other guy, are uh, like tethered, loose, doing the physical repair. Yeah. 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 But like very near each other. Uh Uh-huh. They can like see face-to-face. They're chatting. Brian and Halle Berry are joking about how they are each other's work wife and husband, even though she just got married to her real husband, but came to do this mission instead of going on her honeymoon. And he's like, I can't believe you picked this over Italy. And she says, Italy can't beat this view. And so you do see, you know, Earth from their vantage. So, yeah, that's the visual hook at the beginning. All right. And uh, so they're outside doing some routine maintenance. Yeah. Or maybe collecting some samples. Yeah, it's a, it's a repair thing. And it seems like it's going fine. And then all of a sudden, this. What? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. This. We just started. It's hard to describe. Something's going wrong already. Oh, it's God. like a crest of like an energy. That's how. Wow. Yeah. That does sound hard to describe because <laughs> that's very vague. Yeah. It like looks a wave? like a wave of like industrial bits, formless, oh. that just comes oh, out it. of the moon. Oh, is it that? I think I saw it in the trailer. It's that black. It kind of looks like venom when venom shoots his arms out really far. It's, it's like not as it's not as formed as that. That happens later. It's okay. like a mist. So it's like an early, yeah, like a mistier version of that. A energy mist. crest. Energy yeah. crest. And they're comes above out of the moon. Yeah, they're the so they're they're doing yeah. this repair stru- repair thing on like a satellite near the moon, but they're hovering above the Mari Christian. Is that a real thing? It's like a landmark of the moon. 
It's pronounced Merovingian. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that is a real thing. The Merovingian on the moon. Everybody knows about that. Yeah. Old song it's about the it. old wives' tale. Yeah. Well, this energy crest thing hits the ship, knocking Halle Berry unconscious, and then Uh-oh. it also hits the two guys. Not Brian gets untethered. Brian reaches for him, and they go full cliffhanger where he loses his reach on him, and the guy Uh-oh. just gets sucked into space. Brian is still tethered, and he drags himself back into the ship, finding an unconscious Halle Berry. He tries to get on comms with third guy to no avail. And he just says, like, I'm going to get you home, Halle Berry. Says it out loud and rockets her back to safety, losing the third guy into the dark space of night. Okay, that's an opener. I'm going to get you home, Halle Berry. Yeah. That should have been in the trailer. I would have watched more of it. (laughs) Couple couple cues. So Mm -hmm. the the energy crest. Yeah. Where did it emanate from? Do we get a source? From the moon. from the Mary Christine, which is a crater on the moon. The Merovingian on the moon. Yeah. Okay. So, did, like, did okay. a trap door open and it poured out, or did it just sort of uh, we emanate, don't see like, that. precipitation? It, it just, like, appears at their level. A smokestack? We don't totally see because it's an unexpected thing. Mm. Okay. We'll and see also, it. We'll learn more later. More of just okay. a. More of just a note or a comment, really. But you mentioned full cliffhanger, and uh, I know exactly what you mean. Obviously, is uh, the moment in the movie cliffhanger, yeah. And that was awesome when it happened in cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. And I remember being genuinely surprised. Me too. Sylvester Stallone let somebody go. I was like, stunned. Yep. So that happens. So Moonfall, uh, Energy Crest, Brian drives Halle Berry back to safety in 2011. 2011. So then we see this clip of a hearing in the aftermath where uh, Brian claims that this happened and that's why he lost his colleague and friend. Uh, But the people interviewing him, the NASA overlords, don't believe it and accuse him of negligence. And Halle Berry doesn't really back him up. She says, well, I was unconscious, so I don't know. Like, and then, willingly not saying anything about it? Or did she actually not witness it? She didn't witness it, but they were, like, best of friends, and she takes a neutral stance and uh, fractures their friendship. And then the camera pulls out, and we see that it's uh, the son watching the clip, Brian's son. Young Brian. Brian Jr. Brian Jr. Brian Jr. BJ. Yeah, and then his mom's like, stop watching that over and again. We have to go move to wherever they're moving. <laughs> I, it was, yeah, the place is all boxed up. We have up. to go move. Yeah, and he's like, but why isn't dad coming? She's like, dad's still dealing with a lot. And then hard cut to present day. So then we see another news clip in the, where it says, fall from grace. Um, legendary astronaut Brian, who was vaunted for his heroism in landing this, like, moon mission when the ship had been destroyed and, like, the back half wasn't there. He, like, landed this miraculous maneuver. Oh. And it was, like, a big deal. Famous astronaut to this. Like, what a fall from grace. Lost his job. Lost his reputation. And then hard cut to 2022. He's just, like, a shell of a man and a drunk. Okay, this is, this is shaping up. Uh, <laughs> Brian, what a fall. They're following, this is like a following moon, certain moon formulas, fall. but yeah. uh, 
I like a, a salty dog who needs to be redeemed. Who doesn't, really? I love a salty dog. He just doesn't play it that salty. But I, he was the most winsome person in the movie. Halle Berry is so wooden. I don't even know what she was feeling at any it's moment. It's incredible how much how much bad she can be and then yep. also sometimes really good. Yep. He's, so, where's he living? Do we, we, we see that he's drinking. And, yeah, he, it's L.A. Despondent. And LA. he gets a phone call from his ex-wife. And she says, are you watching the news? And he's like, nah. But then he puts <laughs> it on, and there's a joyride for L.A. And the commentators are saying, it's like O.J. all over again. It's like high-speed chase with a vehicle. A joyride. High-speed joyride. Yeah. And then yeah. she's like, it's Sonny. So Brian Jr.'s name is Sonny. Easy to remember. Uh, mm-hmm. And he gets pulled over. He gets arrested. And her new husband, Michael Pena, hires a lawyer for the hearing that Brian attends, but the mom does not. And uh, the lawyer is like, money is no object for bail. And the judge says, judge says, oh, well, then I guess he's a flight risk and doesn't grant bail. Okay, a bit of a leap there, judge. But um, just because they have the money to afford bail means he's a flight risk. I don't know. It's... Justice or just us? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm liking Pena in all of this right now. <laughs> Me too. He feel, feels like he's right in the pocket. Barry, Absolutely. I don't know what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pena okay. is right. Okay. So, <laughs> so I enjoy a Pena pretty much any time. I do too. He and, was not in this movie for like a long stretch. And like, where has he been? And then he comes back. And then he's like, mm, I'm back. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> Sorry, I was I've making narcos. Away. I came back though. <laughs> I came back. <laughs> and uh, um, Brian Jr., whose name is Sonny, so he's got two names. BJ Sonny, BJ Sonny Brian Jr. Uh, gets locked up. It's yes. In the plane. Yes. And the kid's just got like a real chip on his shoulder now, because his dad's fall from grace haunts well, him. Well, maybe a few nights in jail will set him straight. That's what it's there for. Rehabilitation. When's that, how mm-hmm. long till the trial? How long does he got to sit around, sit on his uh, hands for? I think a week. Yeah, that'll uh, that'll put the fear in you. You'll never be the same. L.A. County Jail? I would not do well in jail, personally. No. no. I can uh, totally confirm that. You would not do well in jail. <laughs> yeah. You don't know that you've tried. I wouldn't but... either, but I can confirm yours. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure we've all, you know, sat around and thought about whether we would do the thing that you're supposed to do according to movies, which is the first day you oh, arrive, like, come and hot. like find the scariest person and punch them in the face. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I don't think I could do it. I like, it's like, that's like the kind of, it, doesn't that, that um, get told to someone in saved by the bell. Why do I have that <laughs> in my head? I'm sure it does. I feel like I would the at prison episode. best like go up to that person and be like, Hey, I'm going to level with you. I'm new here. And if you could just walk me through this, can I punch you? Would that be okay? Like, are you maybe accepting that and just see where they stood? That's nice. And it acknowledges. Yeah. Because it is got to be hard for the scariest looking inmate, right? You know who you are. You know, you're the scariest, toughest looking inmate. And you know that every new person who comes in is supposed to come up and punch you. And it's like, (laughs) Oh, I gotta like murder this person's gonna punch me. And I have to like basically murder them. Like it's gotta wear on yeah, them. I don't feel like murdering today. 
Yeah, like our new guy. Oh, great. He had he. This is awkward every time. They wonder, do I punch? Does he punch me? So you're getting out in front of it with prison guys. Prison. So BJ, Sunny BJ, an old good old Sunny B. Yeah, but we don't see any of the prison stuff, so I'm just gonna keep going. Um, Okay. (laughs) After after all that, there's none of it in the movie. So cut to uh, Sam from Game of Thrones. I'm gonna call him Sam. Mm -hmm. I don't know his name in the movie. He fakes a janitor's uniform or maintenance worker's uniform to sneak into NASA, sneaks into an office, and he's done this before, we can tell, logs in quickly, Mm -hmm. and then calls this number. I don't know who he calls. This isn't my failure to write it down. Like, it's very unclear. He calls someone, like, in Chile in their NASA, I guess. And he's Mm -hmm. like, hey, um, I'm just looking at the orbital readings, and um, can you just email me the latest? But yeah, not to the school or the NASA email. Oh, yeah. I think it's a college that he sneaks into, not NASA. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to my school email, because I'm Professor So-and-so, fake name, um, but to the other email that I gave you, the private one. And there's like, no problem. It'll be there in a second. So they just send him these readings. Send it to my Y-mail. Yeah. (laughs) He looks at it and shouts, like, I've just made the biggest discovery in history. And he's, like, going crazy with this revelation. He's by, loving alone, it. Alone by himself. Yes. In, the, in this college they broke into. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. okay. What's, his, what's his, uh, is he, uh, like, a loner kind of scientist guy? A thankless, thankless commoner? who can't make an impact. Yeah. So we see his bedroom. It's all the typical things. He has posters of Tesla and SpaceX mm-hmm. and sci-fi nerdery figurines. It's all the classic stuff. Um, and he calls himself a doctor, but like, are you? Um, he's just a space enthusiast and mega structure expert. We'll he's a mega structuralist. All, we'll get back to all of that. Yeah. He's at least an or, amateur megastructuralist. Or yes. a megastructural engineer. Not an engineer. A he's doctor not... of metastructural engineering. No one me. wants his services. It's a it's a private enthusiasm. You don't need people to want your services in order to be a doctor. No. That's true. You don't need that. It helps. Well, not it helps you with your career. Yeah. But to become a doctor, like well, Sam, Dr. Sam from Game of Thrones... True. Well, he calls NASA and he's like, I need to get in touch with... He killed a White Walker. <laughs> true. He did? Oh, yeah. That was oh, a spoiler. shot. Sorry. And yeah, he learned I everything. Remember when he went to the library and he learned everything? I, he was I, like, I know everything. I can't... Grayscale. I can't let myself Pish revisit posh. this. It's so... It makes me so I'm angry. So I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's... That was whack, but we'll let's put it aside and yeah. focus on this. <laughs> Which is not whack. whack. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> Hey, Astronomy. NASA. I discovered it. Yeah. So he calls and he, NASA and he's like, hey, okay. I need to talk to someone. I have some news. And the girl on the other line says, I work in the gift shop. I can patch you to customer service. He hangs up yeah. in despair. So no one's taking him seriously. He does not tap in anyone with any authority. Cut to NASA. Halle Berry is there. She's pretty senior. So while Brian was excommunicated, she rose up in the ranks after their incident. Because of her cool, collected confidence. Yes. But also her betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's a, she's a climber. She, she just wants to get to the top so she can be the person who wears the headset and stands at the back of the control room. 
basically. So she's pretty senior and they get the same readings that Sam had received, which show that the moon is off its orbit. She's like, are you telling me that the moon, which has been following the same path for billions of years, is all of a sudden just going a different route? And her guys are like, yeah, we triple checked it. That's how it looks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is where. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I lose the yeah. thread big time. <laughs> okay. Do we get a visual? Not really. No. How it is off its orbit? They don't show the orbit and then the other orbit overlaid over top. Yeah. They oh like a graph style. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And it shows like if it's gonna keep on this path, it's gonna get closer and closer to the Earth, which will cause problems. Big big old problems. I just watched that okay. fucking Netflix like the orbit movie. is narrowing. I guess it's narrowing. It's it's spiraling in, or yes. it's it's coming in. Okay, yeah. that's that's what I needed. Thank yes. you. I won't ask more. Not a stable <laughs> orbit. The orbit is decaying. I believe is yeah. what they say. Huh. Yeah, getting closer and being more problematic. Um, I'm also a doctor of the arts. So we're seeing some mega structural decay here, Chris. Is that fair to say? <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> okay. Good. Indeed. Okay, good. Ah, quite right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, some of this is out of order, but all of this happened. So Sam, fi- yeah, Sam sees an article where disgraced astronaut Brian is going to be speaking to the Griffith Observatory here in LA to a group of mm. school children, and he decides to go there, maybe get Brian's ear. So he goes, but he arrives there first, and he's mistaken for the astronaut. So he starts giving a speech, uh, like a rant about. Um, how scary the moon is and how it's a megastructure. And we'll start to hear a little bit of what that might mean, which to him means that it's hollow. Um, and that's why it rings like a bell. If like when the moon landing happened and something tapped on it, it rang. This is what he's saying. It's like, therefore, it's hollow. It's a megastructure and aliens made it. Finally, the real Brian shows up. Holy shit. That's <laughs> wild. Guys. Is the moon hollow? Fin- no. Finish your sentence. I need to hear the rest of this. Sorry. I'm, I'm freaking out over here. I Please am also, but me. I need to hear the end of this sentence. What more could happen? <laughs> he, he interrupts the speech, throws him out, uh, and as sorry, he's sorry, who interrupts the speech? Brian. Brian comes the real in. Brian. He comes yeah. in. And he's, he comes and he's in like, late. He's drunk. He's like, stop. Yeah, so he's just the M word. He's a total shell. He has to leap out of his building through a window because his landlord is trying to evict him. (laughs) He is a salty dog. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Brian. Uh, And as he's having security throw out Sam, Sam throws him some papers and says, Believe me, I've got proof. The moon's out of orbit and it's a megastructure. And he just, like, sure, man. He's like, I'm not crazy. No one will believe me. And that does resonate with Brian, but doesn't impact him quite yet. So he goes and does his speech. Um, You don't really see that. Back to NASA. Halle Berry and her director, who I'm not going to go into much because he's short-lived in this movie, uh, they decide to send up a rocket to investigate, like to do a, a moon probe and see if this is true and what can be done. If, if what's true, they the know orbit thing. Structure. They thought they already knew that. They just the want Turks. to see if, like, up close and personal, how how it is. Want to do some reconnaissance? Yeah. All right. Okay. What's it like on the moon now that okay. the 
the orbit is decaying. And also, maybe somebody kick it while you're there to see if it rings. Yeah, and they're like, let's keep this on the down low because we don't want to frighten the entire world. But the information is leaked. We don't know by who, but I'll just cut ahead. It was by Sam. And the whole world goes into a frenzy of hoarding and fleeing. And everyone wants to go to Colorado for some reason because the main fear is Tide. Because of Reefer. <laughs> no, it's Tide. Um, oh, okay. Tide and Reefer. Yeah. <laughs> Great combination. Tide doesn't reach there, plus there's Reefer. Yeah. So, Ideal. While Halle Berry and, and the director are watching, uh, oh, by the way, she's now in the midst of a divorce from the husband that she married and didn't go on her Italian honeymoon. They have a son together. Uh, his name is Jimmy. He's probably like eight-ish. And she has an exchange student from China, Nanny. And that's because this film was financed by China. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Can we take this opportunity to pause mm-hmm. and go back to some yeah. information that you revealed a few minutes ago. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what what you're thinking of, Jeremy, but what I'm thinking of is the megastructure. Yeah, likewise. Uh, uh, and yeah. the hollowness. And the, the hollowness and it focused. being made by aliens yeah. and how that's been proven. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that was um, just his rant. Okay, but yep. he has quantitative data mm-hmm. we are given to believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why the original moon landing, you could hear a ringing sound. Yeah. When... But Brian yeah. dismisses all of that and throws his papers in the dumpster and has him evicted by security. Okay, but... Um... Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, the thing that really strikes me more than anything else is they went ahead and introduced two things that are not necessarily related on the face of it like the moon's orbit is degrading and it's going to eventually impact earth that is a big piece of information that needs to be absorbed and whatever and he's also like oh and bt dubs it's hollow there's this whole it's hollow and it was made by aliens yep ergo i'm a genius (laughs) yep um but like they're kind of jumping ahead to the part where I'm I'm sure the two have to do with each other, but they don't have to do with each other when you introduce them. Correct. And they're both such huge bombs that it feels like a really weird conflicting thing (laughs) to me. You get it. I totally agree. It's a great point. They, they each feel like they could be the premise of a movie on their own. Yeah. It's two movies. It's just two movies. They're leaning heavy in the orbit and the tide and the earth destruction. So the alien thing is more, much more of an aside at this point. So just really? go orbit. Yeah. But we did just go orbit. We did see alien energy crest uh, destroy people uh, in, a, in a satellite off the top of the movie, too, though. So I hear you. I'm, I believe you. But I'm, 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 getting both, I'm getting a lot of both premises. Mm-hmm. Don't and fix it on the it. alien. But we'll, okay. um, we'll take you through the whole journey. And again, and, on <laughs> too bad. I'm going to, and I'm going to. The only reason it could be hollow is if it was made by an art, by an intelligence. Well, which is, a megastructure well, has intent, right? It, yeah, intent, and is, yeah, is that, exactly. It's been formed, fashioned. Mm-hmm. So, it, who else would have done it if not aliens? It's like right. a giant Christmas tree ornament. So, Halle Berry and the director are watching the 
mission that they've sent up, which is three astronauts and like a small ship, and they're supposed to launch a probe into the Merovingian, Merovingian, yeah. which, as you recall, is the same place where she and Brian had their incident a mere eleven years ago, which she mm-hmm. has never believed. And so they send in this probe, and it's going, and it's going, and it's going further than they think it should. It's like 26 kilometers deep, and then it starts being pushed out. And they're like, what's happening? Why is it going on a return? Like, we're not pulling it back up. What's doing this? And then the more Venom-style thing that you referred to earlier from the trailer, like, shoots out from the moon and basically eats the astronauts f- by their face and you but you told me to not think about the alien part <laughs> and then you just keep telling me about alien monsters eating faces I think you're making a leap here maybe it isn't aliens maybe it's just just the wind like just just just, just weather yeah weather and rock and just yeah weather. okay i'm i'm with it i'm, I'm here i've gone to there <laughs> And so those three astronauts are destroyed. Destroyed. Because their faces are eaten. Yeah. And Halle Berry woodenly stares at it for a prolonged beat. Like, are you sad? Are you shocked? Are you angry? Where do you stand? Someone's got to stare at it. Yeah. Might as well be her. Yeah. And she says... You'd hope for more choices, though, when you're doing the staring. Like, it would be nice if in that moment we saw, I was wrong. Brian was right. Yeah. There was an alien living in the Merovingian. <laughs> not an alien. Um, so no, the, an alien. Dir- the director quits. She's like, I need to know more. And he says, here, take my badge. You're the director now. Bye. I'm also going to Colorado with the frenzy and my family. Um, so here's the clearance. Peace. <laughs> That's great. Meanwhile, so Patrick. Like, like, yes, yeah. I did it. So Brian seeing all this leaked information on the news and all this frenzy and he remembers that he had met sam and he goes back to the observatory finds the papers in the dumpster looks them up online and sees that he's speaking at an event that night so he goes to the meeting to find sam and he's got all these like assembled conspiracy theorists at a hotel like convention room shitty hotel convention room that they've rented awesome now, at this time, the tide starts coming in, so it gets getting closer and closer. They say they have three weeks to do something about it. Um, so that's the ticking clock of when Earth will be destroyed. They have three weeks to get the moon back onto its proper orbit. Yeah. But it's getting closer enough where it's disrupting tides. LA starts flooding. Sam's meeting gets flooded. It's a whole adventure where they're, like, saving each other. But it's super short and... They all survive. Wow. Uh, from flooding, from the threat of water. Yes. Uh, coming up, uh, upon them. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. going to Colorado, including uh, Halle Berry's ex-husband, who is a bigwig at the uh, Department of Defense. I think he's a general or something. Like, high level, in the know, in the uh, presidential side of things. She's in the NASA side of things. And who has custody of their kid? Uh, Boy, they right? seem amicable. He okay. is at her house presently with the Chinese nanny. And he's like, you should all come to Colorado. There's a base there. Like, I can get you in. So that's what he wants. And she 
sort of agrees, but she's also like, but I'm the director of NASA now. I should maybe try to do something about this. There's a lot going on here. I'm getting a lot of whiffs of other movies, too. I'm getting a lot of Greenland right now. It riffs off every movie. Try anything. An effort. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the defense people do start cooking up a plan, which is to nuke it, nuke the moon. Yep. And, nuke the moon. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That should have been the That should have been the tagline. <laughs> That should have been the title. <laughs> Nuke but the megastructure. We're not quite there yet. So Michael Pena tells the wife, we should leave. We have to think about the girls. They have two other daughters. Um, and she says, we can't leave Sonny. And he says, I'm working with the lawyer. I'll get him out. But we have to think about the girls. Like, we have to go to our cabin in Aspen. And she reluctantly leaves. So they bail, leaving Brian in L.A. where the sun is. Mm-hmm. Cut to. Halle Berry hears a reference of the director as he's storming out and throwing his badge at her. It's like, oh, if only we had pursued mission whatever. And she's like, what's that? I've never heard of it. It's like, go check out these old files. So she sneaks into this, like, abandoned storage bunker in the NASA premises and encounters Donald Sutherland in a wheelchair, who I guess lives there for reasons. He's an old NASA alum. And he headed up this old mission as he reveals to her that was like probing into this issue this moon Uh issue in the merovingian but they just weren't getting anywhere and didn't want to fund it so abandoned it he's like i'm so sorry um yeah the earth is going to be destroyed now and then he wheelchairs off never to be in the movie again good for donald get that (laughs) money and get out legend Legend. Yeah, so they had planes that were maybe going to be, like, best suited to go and pursue this issue, but never did. This is semi-relevant for something that happens in a moment. Um, <laughs> Barry shows up at Brian's house, and she says, you're the only one I can ask to do this. Do what? Um, I want to fly up to the moon uh, with these planes that had been designed for it, um, and I realize that they're only at museums now so i'm gonna steal one and you're gonna fly it for me cool and he says why me you don't you never backed me up she says because you're the only one who can land it without the electronics like you did in your heyday Ooh, that legendary move he did when he was riding high yep as a hot shot nasa flyboy and he says i'll only do it on one condition, and the condition is that Sonny gets out of jail. And so they all convene at a NASA, like, rocket launching base in California. Um, like, And that's becoming, like, very chaotic. Like, tides are rolling in. Everywhere's a free-for-all, like, full riot situation. Collapse of society. Yeah, all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the moon is coming closer to Earth, and <laughs> that's something we didn't really talk about before. <laughs> specifically but like from uh, from all the extensive scientific training i have from other science films mm-hmm. i know that if the moon comes closer to earth everything goes topsy-turvy yeah uh yeah. the oceans the atmosphere the gravity it's all yeah. bad gravity mm-hmm. changes sure doesn't it well yeah the moon has its own gravitational pull right so yeah if it was closer to earth it would impart its own gravity in a different way on Earth, I think. I don't. I mean, it's all. It's I, I all bad. Up. I mean, it through the Merovingian, obviously. I mean, yes, that's what I'm saying, but I think that's correct. Yes. 
do we see it? Yeah. And thanks for updating us about the state of the earth. Cause I know we're, we're all caught up in the plot machinery of feels Sunny like, and whatnot. But it feels like BJ could, Sunny could just walk out of jail right now. Yeah. yeah like, who's really paying really attention? Gonna, like, like get, like talk to the governor and stuff. Like what does he yeah. hear? Yeah. Flight <laughs> risk. Like flight risk. Also he's in, he's in jail for a joyride and the <laughs> earth is going to be flattened by the mega structure in like 12 minutes. Yeah. I know. So this movie really Did tries to. Did send to the county jail? <laughs> they really try and shoehorn in these emotional beats. Um, yeah. And this is what they've achieved. Okay. Yeah. And, and do tides rioting, perhaps local warlords rising to power <laughs> as, as society Classic. collapses. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Is the moon bigger in the sky, or is everyone like, look, the moon? A little bit. They don't really show oh. too much of that. Okay. Um, no, but you're yeah. thinking of don't look up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, like, cut mm-hmm. to, look like, p- uh, like random people in the sky, loot some cash. And it's like, look, I've got all this money. And his friend said, so what? That's useless now. And they just take gas cans and take off. It's just misanthropic anarchy. I like your... Uh... You know, nihilist, end of the world guy voice. Yeah. Nice. So, so what? Who cares? <laughs> Nothing fucking matters. <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> okay, let me see. I feel like I skipped over something. Oh, yeah. So the NASA people realized that the they're like, how did it know to attack our crew? And so what they realized, or Hallie and her crew, who are just like this nerd ragtag team, realized hmm. that... Uh, it's drawn, whatever it is, whatever the Venom energy thing is, it Alien. is drawn towards electronics. That's why she needs Brian to fly without the controls on. So they can He's just going to fly in with mechanics, not electronics. Just Correct. controlling the flame yeah. and the flaps. Yeah. No electronics involved in yeah. this space fighter jet. Yeah. Analog all the way in. <laughs> and that's why they the need yeah, like the old older plane um just a bunch of yeah just a bunch of engines revving horsepower baby yeah and transmission. oh he also America. has another condition not just sunny being sprung but also i'm not going anywhere without sam my mega structuralist genius and sam says why do you believe or like why are you bringing me along and he says i know what it feels like for no one to believe you and so i'm gonna believe in you in return but why like okay. his hearing when they didn't believe him 11 years ago. I think that's great. I think it's great that Brian has that empathy for him. And there's two men who weren't believed. But why does Samuel Tarly help them out in space? He thinks his megastructuralist expertise is going to come in handy. Of course. Of course. Of course. Because it's a mega, cause when they have to experience the megastructuralist. <laughs> so, so... <laughs> That's He's the not... only level to which the megastructure stuff is still really in play here, right? It's just like, okay, Patrick Wilson has for some reason, sorry, Brian has decided for some reason that he believes me yep. and trusts me. And when I listen to my heart, what it says is you have to go there and deal with the ins and outs of the megastructure yeah so sam is not meant to go into space he's just meant to come to the base and advise with the other nerds Uh um and so this part's like super armageddon-y they assemble this crew halle berry so time is passing it's three weeks so like days have passed and 
it's like they don't really identify how many, but it's now closer to the end of that three week mark. And mm-hmm. so she's assembled like army people, air force people, NASA people, scientist people, and Brian and Sam at this base. And so Brian says, I'll fly it, but like, I don't know how to detonate a bomb and kill this force. Just like an Armageddon. They're like, you don't have to do it. We'll fly you there. You just have to do the oil rigging. So it's the reverse. You just have to fly. Our army people will detonate. And they show them the button. They're like, you hit this button twice. And then you hit the activation button. And, like, it's easy. And we're just showing you just in case you have to do it. But you don't have to do it. We'll do it. You just have to fly. I don't believe them. (laughs) So. On paper, they'll all be back in the ship. And they'll fly away together mm-hmm. yeah so anyone could press the button mm-hmm. on paper yep so mm-hmm. sam is mm-hmm. with the nerd crew in this mm-hmm. office setting analyzing readings and charts and looking at the orbit while brian and hallie and the army people are outside prepping and so this plane that they've stolen this rocket uh is a three engine situation and because of all the tide and chaos and ruckus one of the engines is destroyed okay wow While like the there's physical is... damage on the launch pad yeah yeah okay well that's why you have three engines yeah but they say well that's the oh okay so she also called the ex-husband and said uh we're coming soon i just have to get this uh rocket launch prep so she's not going either she's just sending brian and the army people and then she's meant to go to Colorado. Um, and he gets her the explosive. And he says, you better come through because you've put my career on the line. But also the earth is going to explode. So, like, who cares? Her yep. her yep. recent ex-husband arranges arranges this. Yeah, covertly. Covertly. But he's not there, right? He's, he's on not his way there. to Colorado. Yeah, yeah he just he's has it. his ass yeah. in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm high off my ass, but I got you some nukes. I got you some nukes. I made some calls. They're in the uh, yeah, the shed. They're coming by FedEx. <laughs> we'll be there in like three to five business days. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to sign. Except, <laughs> well, yeah, just maybe the tsunami might have an effect on that. But other than that, we'll be there. I'm so high right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Right now the moon's falling. Um, so okay, the third engine is destroyed therefore it cannot be done hallie starts having a crisis of conscience and she gets on the horn of her megaphone and says to everyone assembled you've all done such great work you've done above and beyond what i could have asked for you i don't know what any of that is because we didn't see them doing anything but they've all been there and been present so i guess they've been contributing um but um, they were looking at church yeah but but you should all go and like be with your families for the end basically it's over we're not even going to try just like be with your loved ones and so she evacuates everyone um and then she sees that sam and the nerds are still there she's like what are you still doing here and they were so into their own research that they didn't even know about this engine so they think everything's still a go Uh, okay so concentration yeah so everyone was so excited about the (laughs) church yeah couldn't even look up (laughs) yep so everyone's gone except tally her son the Chinese nanny, Sonny, Brian, and this nerd crew. And they say, okay, but if the moon gets close enough, 
on this portion of its orbit, its daily orbit, then its own gravity can compensate for that missing engine and propel the rocket oh. naturally. Uh. All right. I am listening. <laughs> yeah. Did I get that? Did that sound like science? It sure did. To me, it did, but I am an idiot. <laughs> but that sounded great. All right. Well, that's all that matters. Coast, coast the, it in. I was wondering, this nanny is extremely loyal. Why, why, why does the nanny have to still be there? Why I is she there? I, I, it's I crazy. It's, it's crazy. She's got responsibilities. Well, it's a job. It's not. I'm, and Well, she can't get it home, out, right? Her. She can't get home. So where else is she going to be? She's been to Colorado, and she didn't, it wasn't to her taste. <laughs> She's like, I might as well ride it out here. I prefer this. I prefer yeah. the coast. Okay. Fair so enough. now it's down to this, you know, real small collection of people. And Brian's like, well, I'll still do it, but we're down everybody. You sent everyone home. She says, I'm going to come with you. I'll navigate. You fly. Just like old times. And he says, okay, do you remember how to detonate the device? And Sam pipes in. He's like, two, bu- two pushes here. Activate. And they're like, well, you were clearly paying attention. You should probably come with us. And he says, no, no, no. I'm just this, like, chunky nerd. Um, I can never get to space. My friends always made fun of me. Like, I'm a, I'm a down-on-the-ground kind of guy. I'm not a space adventurer. And they peer pressure him into coming. Classic Sam Tarly. Yep. Yeah. He never changes. True that. Um, and so... Okay. BJ Sonny, the nanny, and Halle Berry's son, Jimmy, they go off on the road together, the three of them, to drive to Colorado to get to his dad. And they have the special phone, sat phone, that will directly reach the dad. So, I'm sorry. Are millions of people dying? Is there like... <laughs> is there like uh, it's news gotta or be. something? It's gotta be. There's no news, but like skyscrapers are being <laughs> trampled yeah. by tidal waves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go with, yeah. Son's vehicle is attacked by, like, meth addict-style thugs who nice. steal okay. the car and steal the backpack with the sat phone. That is their direct yeah. link to the dad, um, leaving them stranded. Back to the base, the rocket barely makes it through because tide is coming at it, and they don't know if this moon gravitational theory is even right. They're like, it has to be at this exact certain moment. Um, so they're just really flying by the seat of their pants, but it does make it through. Through the atmosphere or through? Through physical tide of water coming down on it and then the atmosphere. Oh. Okay. Oh, my. With okay. two engines. Yes. Two engines and the, the goodwill of the crying. moon. Yeah. This is all very complex. Okay. Back to the science. The, science. the, ground, the ground crew, Sunny and such. So they're <laughs> stranded. And he says, I have an idea. I know who's here. Uh, my stepfather and my family, Michael Pena, and my sisters and my mom that I don't really talk about, they're near. So they walk by foot uh, to, like, a gated community where they're greeted by a shotgun. One of the neighbors is just going for it. And the Michael Pena drives out. He's like, thanks, Liz. They're with me. You mean that this woman fires upon them? Yes. Mm. She gets shots off. I think they're warning shots, but yeah. Where are we? We're, we're at like Inland, California? No, they're oh, in they made it up with, Oh, they got all the way to Colorado. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, they drove for a while. Before the meth addict warlords stole yeah. their vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Before they briefly entered uh, a, a, a sequel of Mad Max and then left it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, this movie is every movie. Yeah. <laughs> so back to our ship, which is Hallie, Brian, and Sam. They dock at a fuel center uh, to refuel. And at this point... Like SO station? Yeah, a space SO station. Mm-hmm. And they start making amends. So in the earlier scene, they've been discussing Toto's Africa and what the lyrics were. Good song. And, yeah, he thought it was mess the rains. And she said, no, it's bless the rains. And so yep. finally now, the steel center, he said, I looked it up. You were right about the lyrics 11 years later. What is it? Bless, bless the, the rains down in Africa. It's bless the rains? Yeah. Sure is. We're learning a lot right now. Mm-hmm. About uh, music and and our mega structures and mega structures. Actually, and... we're not learning enough about mega structures. <laughs> we, have, we haven't I'm, gotten that I'm... part yet. Um, okay, so I told you part. the notes are loose, loose. Okay, it's okay. well, not your fault though. The mega structure thing. Uh, a lot of it is my fault. Okay, back to the ground people. They get to Pena, and so the air quality is now getting thinner and thinner. Um, that's part of the Colorado reason, like the higher altitude um science and wait the the like air is getting harder to breathe or yes greenhouse gases are being released or something to, or can't breathe can't breathe so going higher up is better don't question it i don't know they're but they're, they're in colorado and pena so Refer- they want to yeah. go and like hide sure. in this tunnel um but they can't get there as is, and Pena says, I have an idea. So they break into an abandoned fire station and steal oxygen tanks. That's good. It's rock solid. So yeah. now they're doing that in Michael Pena's vehicle, luxury vehicle, stockpiled with oxygen tanks. Huffin O2. Yeah. And they're headed for a tunnel. Yeah. A tunnel that, uh, they, like, a road goes through. Shelter? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, like a tunnel through the mountains. Through the mountain kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Other people probably have that idea, too. <laughs> you, we don't see, like, any people. It's, like, them, the meth thugs, which are three, two guys and a girl, and I shotgun guess everyone neighbor. else is dead. Oh, yeah, shotgun neighbor. Hmm. Yeah, you, th- you think you would have seen more people since it seemed like everybody in America's plan was to go to Colorado. Yeah. So you yep. think you'd be, there'd be more traffic? Yeah. Open roads. Huh. Okay. Tunnel. Okay. Well, then well, I go to the tunnel too. Yep. Okay, back to the ship. This gets a little hazy. So sure. they they're on their they've, way to the Merovingian. So they've uh, topped up. They yeah, they've up. topped up. Uh, yeah. They get attacked by the venom arm the octopus space, things. Space yeah. Space goop. It's not goop. It's like tendrils. Metal. Yeah tentacles of like industrial matter that's how it looks yeah when you say industrial matter do you mean a liquid like do you mean a like little chunks a, of a shrapnel. yeah like Foam? yeah shrapnel that would be a good way of describing it chunks like, of hard matter that form the look of a tentacle form the look of a tentacle but also don't look naturally occurring they look like little bits that have been swept off the floor of a metal shop or something yeah. yes yeah. all right okay it's rebar it's rebar it's just it's shredded rebar yeah yeah uh, so 
they're about to be attacked by it, and they realize that Sam has his cell phone on because he's been taking selfies the whole time. And, like, in the nick of time, they turn that off. And at this point, they realize, and I'm just going to say it, and I'm not going to explain how they come to this conclusion. They're like, okay, obviously, because it was deterred when we turned that off, it needs a combination of both human matter and electronics. That's the thing that lures it. It needs both. What? What? Yeah, exactly. What? It needs that to be provoked? Yeah. Like, it would only be drawn by the combination of human matter and electronics. Because they tested at some other point only electronics, and that didn't work? Well, they had just them when they turned off the electronics, and it was deterred. So why can't it just be electronics? That is this, is, this is what I'm Exactly. Moving on. So, uh, electronics. <laughs> Where did- no, no. Yes, and just no. yes, and man. Yeah, that's the very yes and no. I'm gonna hit you with a no butt this time. <laughs> it's gonna be a no from me, dog. <laughs> All right. Thought, well, they you, thought okay. it's a provisional no because we're gonna continue anyway. They thought electricity was what attracted the alien rebar. Mm-hmm. Turns out Sam Tarley had his cell phone on. The alien rebar was coming at them. Sam Tarley turned his cell phone off. Actually, the Brian alien. cracked it, and he was upset. He's like, you could have just shut it off. He's right. That's funny. But uh, Brian's emotional. He's, Brian's probably drunk. Brian <laughs> breaks the phone, turning the electricity off. Alien rebar goes away. Yeah. <laughs> How do we now <laughs> bring in that it's human because... matter? I think maybe part of it is based on what they observed with the first ship crew being murdered exactly the 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 probe was going and being repelled but it wasn't the probe that got attacked it was the human crew above the probe exactly he just got there look you went there scientific (laughs) method (laughs) thank you thank you crisis averted Crisis averted. What I Let's still have yet to hear song. is the word megastructure. <laughs> <laughs> back to Please Pena. Continue. Back to Michael Pena and the ground ground team. They're attacked by the same meth heads again, but this time Sonny fights back because he secretly had a gun that he lifted from Brian or maybe Brian gave to him, but he didn't get that in use the first time. But this time, he, like, full takes one of the bad guys hostage, retrieves the backpack and the sat phone, and then, remember how he is uh, juvie for joyriding? Well, he's finally yeah, able to prison. utilize those skills by joyriding through abandoned vehicles and snowy terrain and the thugs, and like, the earth is now cracking and, like, splintering. Oh. Okay. And he pulls oh, so off... He's... A speed move where he like does goes fast enough to make the jump, but the one of the meth vehicles doesn't make it and just smashes into the side part to death. The side part of the earth. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't yeah, clear side, it. Just smashes yeah. into the crack. Side part. Yeah. Of the earth. <laughs> I, I caught a bit of this in the trailer and it was buck wild. What kind of what kind of car is Sonny driving? A truck. Oh no, I think like at a... this point they're in uh in Michael Pena's luxury vehicle. Oh, so he's really getting a lot out of it. <laughs> yeah. He's getting all those HPs. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Speed jump, thugs kill. That's what I wrote down. And they're huffing from <laughs> oxygen tanks the whole time. Yeah. Yes. The other guys are they, huffing meth. Are they calling it Nox? <laughs> Sadly, no. It's okay, so they get to the Merovingian, which is their landmark, and they see yep. that indeed it is hollow. Um, but does it, does it, um, they approach... A crater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fly in it. They l- fly into the crater, which normally, if you're looking at them from above in films, it's just like looks quite shallow and broad for what it is. True. And, but they, when they are looking at it, it's just a black opening. Yeah. And they fly into it. Not quite, but they in fly a second. To it. In a second, they're going to fly into it. So their new plan is to fly down, send a rover. Wait, oh. Sorry, how did they know it was hollow if they haven't flown in? They can see down into a blackness. Maybe they send a probe. Just accept it. Megastructure. Yeah. (laughs) LIDAR. LIDAR, yeah. Okay, Uh, sorry. So, okay, the new plan is to send a rover with its electronics on, which will lure the, the alien thing. But without human. Without, it's not going to attack them, but it will get them drawn a little bit. Yeah, just like it did with the probe before it yeah. uh, murdered the original crew. Uh-huh. And then they're going to come then... at it from the side and at, without electronics and just uh, Brian's flight skills and destroy it with the activation thing, with the nuke so, that they've got. So they want the tendrils to be out so they can... Fire at the base of the tendrils, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And their theory is Cut. that if they get rid of this thing, which is attacking the moon, it will put the moon back on track. <laughs> okay. How, they think it's attacking the moon? It seems like it lives in the moon. It's a parasite. It's like its home. Yeah. They think it's a parasite. Oh. Um, but... Put into a megastructure by an alien race that created the moon. <laughs> or a different alien race that didn't create the moon. I have answers there. for it. We just haven't received the, the info yet. Okay. Did right. Sam did Sam Tarley have a moment of validation? Or he's like, I'm right. It is hollow. Yeah. Oh, his... yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So that's their plan. But it they send the rover and like the thing comes but they fail to get the angle just the idea of it fails so they're like we're gonna have to go in ourselves so now they fly in all the way into the interior of the moon and sam's like can you go closer to the walls and he's just taking it all in and like loving it this is his validation moment it's like if my friends could see me now okay so they're just flying downwards and it's all black and they don't know what's happening it's all black and brian's like i can't see anything i don't know what to do and he's like i'm gonna have to put on the the lights because otherwise we're gonna crash um so he does have to put on some of the electronic capabilities which gets them lured and attacked okay but now they're inside like deep inside the moon and should have brought some candles yeah (laughs) right yeah yeah. and the rebar is attacking them yeah 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 and so I guess they have to flip off everything. They crash land inside the hollowness. In the hollowness. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like the, uh, up against the, the inside of the candy-coated shell of the moon? Yeah. So, okay, now we get a clear picture. It's 
hollow, but also, like, industrially designed with, like, levels and floors and rooms and, like, there's a lot of stuff going on inside there. Oh, a lot no of activity. <laughs> like, here like, we go. Megastructure time. Yeah, like, it's like a megastructure. The... But not even here we go. That's it. There's just activity. Like the Matrix Machine City. Kind of. It's like... But, like, not with beings. Just with... Just with... Uh... Like scaffolding, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they crash land so, into that. Brian yep. is separated from Hallie and Sam. We don't see a how because it's in like, yeah, bad, bad crash. Like, okay. And Brian is brought to this like enclosed room, white floor, like emptiness, like a void of a room. Brought. And he get yeah, like drawn to, and he gets synced into the moon's internal communication whoa case getting some so now we've started the second interstellar <laughs> yeah getting a lot of other movies here yep. yeah okay so he's uh, he's in he's speaking to the architect yeah he's <laughs> yeah he's talking to the consciousness that built the moon um not built the moon but that is the moon currently he's talking to the megastructure <laughs> it's siri <Yeah. laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, yep. Okay. Yep. Back to the ground crew. Now they're on foot because they've gotten close enough by vehicle to the tunnel and, like, there's too much snow. They're on foot. And one of the little girls' oxygen tank starts failing. And Pena gives the kid, his daughter, his own. He's like, I'll be right behind you, honey. Just keep going. Don't look back. Just keep going. Um, and he starts having trouble breathing and collapsing. Sunny is at the front with the mom. They get to the tunnel, realize that he's not there, and Sonny's like, I gotta go back for him. Oh, I forgot this one part where Pena and Sonny have a moment where Pena says, I know you hate me, but this is maybe the like the last couple of minutes on Earth. Can we at least just be like cool with each other? And he's like, I don't hate you. And he says, you know what? I'll take it. And so Sonny saying I'm gonna go back for him is a big deal because they've been at odds. Mm-hmm. When you were watching this, did you feel like you didn't care about this storyline as much as the other one? I didn't care about any of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made that clear with having really no idea what's happening. Okay. But I, Chris, if, if what you were implying was that you don't care hearing it <laughs> in this mode that we're hearing it from from Sam now, it is tough to care about what's happening with these people on this road. Considering what else is happening. I agree. I got Brian talking to the megastructure. He's experiencing the megastructure. And over they over the here on Earth, we got, oh, my oxygen tank is running out. Where's the tunnel? Yeah. Where's the tunnel? And Where's calling the, tunnel? the dad from the sat phone periodically with him woodenly asking, are you close? Kid with the sat phone, they call the dad and they're like, we got waylaid, but we're on our way. Uh, I'm with Michael Pena. He's dead. Um, but I'm going to go back for him just to be sure. And this nanny friend that I've sort of been chatting with for a while says, I'm going to go and find, like, chase after me because she says we never leave someone behind. I'm like, cool, but, like, the earth is getting ripped apart. What's the diff? What did the nanny do? She goes she... after Sonny, who's going after Pena. Okay. These people so, are idiots. All right. <laughs> and, the ch and the children wait in the luxury vehicle? They wait in the tunnel with mom. Well, with mom. 
Okay. I, why are we asking so many questions about the time of people? <laughs> I don't care about them at all. Yeah, fuck them. I hope they all die. (laughs) So, okay, back to the megastructure. Barry and Sam open this doorway, and he says, what if it's a trap? We don't know what this is. She says, I just feel good about it. We have to go this way. And it's like, but what if we don't? She says, but we're going. So they start walking down this long tunnel way, uh, also kind of a white void into the megastructure. Are they in their spacesuits with helmets on? Uh, Or... they take they... off their helmets and realize they can breathe freely. What? They, what? Yeah. Did, did they? Yep. Once they enter this hallway. Uh, after they crash land. Oh, it's just, just inside the megastructure. There's air, air and it's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's hollow. <laughs> it's hollow, but you drove in a huge gaping hole open on the side of it. Well. You mean you drove through the Merovingian? Right. Now yada, yada, in... yada, rebar. Rebar. <laughs> you can breathe. <laughs> some of it's my fault, but some of it's not. No, I think, no, I'm I'm more on the side of not. Um, it's all your yeah. fault. They're, they're breathing. Okay, now cut to Brian. He's synced in. Uh-huh. He's with the architect, and he gets this long speech, and also I think they visualize it, like port visualization to him. Um, and so he gets all the backstory. So... Uh, humanity's ancestors who live it's this is now like Battlestar, um, lived on other planets and they invented AI. Now it's the Matrix, and the AI turned on them. Yeah, and so always does. They Cyberdyne in, systems. Yeah. They know. invented these megastructure moons to yes. be alongside them and they were gonna flee and resettle. But and they had, like, multiple moons and multiple planets, but the bad energy force thing, the AI, the evilness of the AI, murdered them all. Mm-hmm. Murdered all the other moons. This is the only moon to survive. But in, like, their last efforts, the ancestors, like, seeded their DNA uh, onto Earth, which allowed a new breed of humanity to birth and like start our evolution as we know it (sighs) (laughs) this is all just being told yep he's getting some visualizations though we're seeing like visual representations of this in some weird way yep like a Um, bad credit sequence or something via the moon intranet (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep and so, like I said, this is the only moon to survive, and mm-hmm. humanity was reborn through the seeded DNA onto Earth, but the bad AI is still on a vengeance quest. And so that's why this orbit thing has only happened just now. It's only become a parasite very recently, only since 2011 when it first attacked Brian. Yeah. And it's been getting it, back. like, off course ever so slowly ever since. And she's like... Oh, so Brian now uh, caucuses with Sam and Hallie after he's received all his info. He just leaves the room and walks out on the hall and they're standing there or something? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey. I got a story for you. I was just talking to the moon. Hey, you know know human existence? (laughs) I can tell you a few things about it. Yeah, so he, wow. okay. he recounts all this, and Sam's like, so the aliens that invented the megastructure was just us, just our forebearers? 
So it's not aliens per se. It's a different generational humanity. Great. I, I see. Mean, that's it was why us you... all along. Yeah, that's why I refuse to let you go down the alien path. Thank you. Okay. And the rebar <laughs> is the representation of evil AI. Yes. It's the HAL 9000. Yes. Okay. It's Venom. Kind of still works, except it's less organic. Yes. And so Halle Berry says, okay, so what the rebar is doing now is killing two birds with one stone. It's destroying the moon, its last piece of the puzzle that it missed in the first instance, and also killing Earth and killing off humanity, completing its mission. Why did it only start in 2011? It only found the moon then. I can buy that. It only found them. Yeah, I can buy that too. Okay. Um, and so Brian says, yeah, the moon wants to help us. Like, it wants us to succeed because it's it on our side. Either. Yeah. Yeah, for its own sake and for our sake. Yeah, it doesn't want to crash into the earth either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Self-preservation, even for a rudimentary intelligence like our moon. Yeah. Still, it's still ingrained. <laughs> um, cut back to the ground crew. Uh, the nanny finds Sonny. So Pena's dead. They don't even make it to him. R.I.P. Um, I was Pena. upset by that. Um, Hero. Yeah. And Sonny is now um, pinned by debris and tree branches. Found by the nanny, but she can't lift it. And then she says, Sonny, the moon, it's saving you. So the moon's gravity pulls up the tree trunk, freeing him. Okay, cut over to the base in Colorado with Halle Berry's ex-husband. He's the general. Like I mentioned, they had this plan to nuke it. Nuke nuke at the moon if things were getting really close to the end of the three-week period, which is now like minutes away. Yeah. And so it's now time for him to turn his key. He's got one key. His colleague has the other key, that classic, like, tense moment. Submarine, right. Um, So he puts it in, and instead of turning it, he runs off into a corner and wields his gun. He says, I just can't. I can't do it. I don't know how to explain it, but I just know my ex-wife is going to find a way to save us. So they're in a standoff, him and his peers, and they're all yelling at him, like, give us the key. So that's happening. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's what's happening in Colorado. Yep, standoff. Standoff. Back to the moon. Um, so their ship has been destroyed, and Halle Berry's like, well, cool, I found another one. So just in the megastructure is just, like, another fleet of space vehicles. Mm-hmm. That look like ones humans would make? Or yes. that humans' ancestors would make back when they made uh, the moon? Uh, like, uh, close enough where they know what to do with it. All right. There's engines. (laughs) There's wings. Yeah. Um, So they get in and Mm -hmm. um, they start flying out. And okay, why does this happen? I know what the end result is, but I want to take you there. Uh, Go to there. Yeah. So their first effort failed. Oh, it's because they don't have the second part. They don't have their rover anymore. So they can't do like the two-parter, like the lure and the attack. You can only do the mm-hmm. attack, and uh, someone physically is going to have to do it with the device. So now they're going full Armageddon. Nice. They're attacking the evil rebar. Yeah. Again. 
but they can't do it from a remote. Now they need to do it because they have a lesser parted ship. Remember, they were going to send the rover, lure it, and then there were like multiple yep. pieces. They don't have that anymore. I don't really understand it. I'm not even going to pretend that I understand it. All I know is that Brian says, I'm going to stay behind uh, and detonate it. And you guys are going to drive off. Ah, okay. That's what you mean by full Armageddon. Yeah. Classic Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. And he's like, to Sam, your friends, if they could see you now, imagine, like, you've solved everything, you've saved everything, and he's giving this pep talk, and uh, unseen by them, Sam slips into the back. So the ship part, they need to fly home, but then they're going to leave this, like, tube place where you can fit stuff but doesn't have flight capability and just hang tight there for the detonation like a like a, like a trailer like a cargo yeah kind of yeah that can be separated off from the main ship like a u-haul trailer yeah so That's sam slips into there full armageddon okay. switcheroo oh Neither of these guys have seen her. Well, Sam's seen her again. I think Brian might have missed that one. Yeah. Should have seen this coming. <laughs> yeah. So he slips into this back area and closes it off to Brian. He's taking the detonation device. And Brian says, no, you don't have to stay. And he says, I want to. I have made it. I made it. I, I've been searching for a megastructure my whole life. And here yeah. I am. I want to do this. I, I want to sacrifice myself for this cause. Um, and... So now things are getting more chaotic. The Venom thing is getting more vicious and attacking at it. And there's no time to spare. Hallie and Brian have to get on track. And, like, Earth is seconds away from total destruction. They have to get it back Mm -hmm. on the orbit. Um, So he gets knocked unconscious. And this time, Hallie Berry is the one who says, I'm going to get you home. Just like he said to her on their first mission in 2011 leaving Sam behind in this kind of flotation device. Um, and he's able to set it off, disbanding and destroying, like the press the button twice and then hit the detonation button. He and does he it. detonates the nuclear bombs? Yes, right when the venom thing is like swirling around him. Uh-huh. Because uh, he turns on the electronics of it. And he's got his human matter. Yeah, it comes at him. So right when it's, like, enveloping him, that's when he sets off the detonation. Oh, that's why someone had to stay behind, for the the human matter. Yep. It's all coming together. Yep, I see. (laughs) Otherwise, the alien rebar would have followed the ship out, probably. Yes. Or something. Or just not been where it needed to be. And we've we've got just the right amount. It's three tablespoons of nukes. We know it's the exact right amount. (laughs) To kill the alien rebar, but not the moon, where it is. Yes. Well, in any case, it they succeed, and yes. uh, Brian and Halle Berry land, uh, I guess it's New York, because they are right by the collapsed Chrysler building. So okay. all That's... cities have been destroyed. They get on the horn right. with the kids, and she's like, uh, I talked to them. They're fine. Michael Pena's dead, but everyone else is cool. Let's go to Colorado. We did it. We saved the Earth. But, like, looks like a lot of people are dead. Let's not tally that up right now. Job well done. Uh, so they go and convene with the Colorado people. Uh, don't know how they get there from New York because um, 
probably time. airports are closed at the moment. Um, but they do. And he's like, I'm so sorry about Michael Pena. Hi, Sonny. You're welcome for getting you out of jail. Does Halle Berry say hi to her uh, husband? I thought, like, are they going to get back together? Like, where is this going? They don't. She just finds the son and the nanny. Uh, who has, like, no one to hug. It was kind of awkward. The nanny had the no one to hug. The nanny's still there. Yeah. She's just still there. Still there. Yeah. Because the nanny is an employee. The nanny has no <laughs> other obligation to these people other than that. And I'm sure she's a, fa- a fond of the child and everything, but... This nanny is extraordinary. This nanny is the nanny. <laughs> they should make a show about her called The Nanny. Considering this is a Chinese co-production and she was like, she's been sort of planted. They don't give her much to do. They gave her nothing no. to do. So happy conclusion, but Earth is going to have to be rebuilt or humanity is going to have to be rebuilt in some way, unquantifiably. Cut back to the megastructure, uh, kind of like holographic type Sam version of Sam mm. is there in the same room where Brian had been drawn to have his convo with the moon's consciousness. Yeah. And he's like, what's happening? Did I do it? They're like, great job. You did it. Um, but we cloned your consciousness and you're like part of us now. He's like, I'm part of the megastructure. They're like, yeah, welcome. And he's very happy. They being the, moon. the ancestors, the moon, an- the human ancestors that put themselves in the- into the moon. In the moon internet. Yeah, the moon the moon internet. Chat avatars. It's <laughs> it's memojis and they they're like, Hey, check out this new emoji effect. <laughs> this expresses how I feel about you joining the megastructure. <laughs> Wanna catch a new something on Amazon Prime video? <laughs> Are you up? <laughs> 